0: Welcome, everyone, to The Adventurous Podcast, where we talk Marvel, DC, Star Wars, and more. I'm your host, Peyton, and with me is my co-host, Torrin.
1: Yo, what's up?
0: We have a great show for everyone this week. We're going to be talking about our favorite TV shows in general. Uh, We also have the news of the week. So if you want to jump around, there are time codes in the description or the show notes so you can uh, go straight to the topic or see any uh, particular piece of news you want. And with that, let's just get right into the news. Uh, The boys is getting yet another spin-off series or yeah or it will I guess uh called The Boys Mexico uh it's in the works with Diego Luna and Gail Garcia Bernal uh executive producing they're not going to star in any major capacity at least uh but uh, Gareth uh Dunet uh Alcocer who wrote Blue Beetle will write the series so The Boys is just it's getting everything
1: yeah i'm assuming that uh we're going to get The Boys Texas now after this
0: I, I i always wonder how people in like la or new york feel when like everything is filmed there so i'm just like I like if you live there it's like i'm just seeing where i live is that jarring because we we live in a we, we live in texas and it's like stuff happens in texas but like in movies it's usually if it's in texas it's usually like in the bump fuck middle of nowhere like some fucking desert Yeah. And not like in a major city. So it's not, is that jarring? Like, I don't know. The boys, Texas. It's just like in Houston.
1: (laughs) In Houston. (laughs) That's crazy. I mean, that's funny though.
0: Uh, we also this is according to Deadline. Uh, this is uh, I, I, I don't really understand the reaction to this. This is, is, is I, I think the reaction to this is really interesting. Michael Waldron is now set as the new writer for Avengers the Kang Dynasty. So he's writing both the Kang Dynasty and Secret Wars. Now, him being the new writer for the Kang Dynasty sort of shows that, uh, despite Jonathan Major's, you know, whole ordeal, it seems that they are not going away from Kang, the fact that, you know, they hired him to, to write it at all. But this also means that Jeff Loveness, who wrote Quantumania and was the previous writer on the Kang Dynasty, is indeed off the project. So it's, it's like people are happy and people are bad because, you know, Michael Waldron is already a polarizing writer, I guess, for the MCU. Uh, and, but the reaction to this has been weird when I saw the announcement and I looked at the comments, which I usually don't do, but I was like, this is, people have such strong opinions on this guy. Most of the comments seem pretty lukewarm. Like, I didn't see a lot of like, oh, this guy, oh, it's going to be trash. You know what I mean? It it, it was more like, oh, at least Jeff Loveness isn't writing it. <laughs> and, and it's like, oh, this is the guy who did Loki. And it's probably like goodwill of Loki, you know, being yeah. great. Uh And maybe just people, I guess, just forgot Multiverse of Madness. But even though Michael Waldron didn't really do have anything to do with season two of Loki. um, Yeah, I'm still of the mind that Multiverse of Madness, even though we really enjoyed it, the writing could have been stronger, but also th- that they had to slap that movie together so quickly. Uh, not a ton of, ton to write or not a time, not a lot of time to write. And they had to rewrite a bunch of stuff on the fly. So, you know, considering how well that movie turned out, considering the circumstances plus Loki, I, I think this guy's a strong writer. He not, he hasn't really done anything to really show that like he's trash. Like a lot of people, uh, all I see is a lot of like, Weird circumstances that has led to, you know, maybe some poor creative decisions. I guess, yeah. And for a sense, a sense of continuity for the same writer to write both of those movies is probably a good thing.
1: It does make sense. Indeed,
0: this is according to Collider. Uh, Tom Holland says he will only return a Spider-Man if it makes sense for the character. He said, quote, we have been actively engaging, engaging in talks about what it could potentially look like for a fourth rendition of my character. I feel very protective over Spider-Man. I won't make another one for the sake of making another one. It will have to be worth the while of the character. So people give Tom Holland so much shit, but he he, he so clearly cares about the character. Uh, we've seen that time and time again. I mean, back when, uh, you know, sony tried to pull him out of the mcu and tom holland was pretty much the reason why he you know got to stay uh there was rumors going around a little while ago now that the idea for spider-man 4 was to merge the sony venom universe with the mcu and i I hope that's not true but if tom holland is like i'm not going to do a fourth one unless you know it's actually it, it 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 makes sense and it's worth doing. I don't see him co-signing on on bringing in the Sony universe into the MCU and and you know connecting them. I just I don't see that being a thing. It also wouldn't make sense to have the Knowing Home tease at the end of leaving the symbiote behind if they're just going to bring in Venom from that universe anyway. So I uh, again hope that's not true. I I I trust Tom Holland uh hopefully they don't just recast if he's just like no i don't want to do this actually and they're like well we're gonna do it without you i feel like that that would be such a sony thing to do uh but yeah. they seem to have a good re- uh working relationship with them considering you know they, they tom holland seems to be like their child like between uncharted and like spies in disguise he's in a bunch of sony shit so hopefully you know things work out for the better and we get to keep tom
1: holland most definitely
0: but that is the news of the week, which means it's time we move on to our topic, which is of course our favorite T V shows. Torin, why don't you start?
1: So my my favorite one of my favorite TV shows. Um I'm gonna start off with a you know kind of a different show here. Um <clears throat> it's on uh, it's on Max and it's called Warrior. Um Warrior is a show where it follows um a character named Assam and he's like a he, he's like a Chinese like slave worker and he's being immigrated to the, to the um, United States in a period called the, the Tong Wars. And like the Tong Wars was like a period where, um, you know, these, you know, uh, gangs were trying to take control of like these areas and they have like molasses and stuff like that. And like, you know um, it's kind of like a, I like, think think of it as like segregation, but you know, for, like for the Asian community, um, it's, it's a pretty good show. It has like martial arts and like, I'm a fan of martial arts and what makes it even more interesting is that it's based on the writings of Bruce Lee. And so you have like his uh, daughter, Sharon Lee and um, other part, other people in his family who are, you know, executive producers on the show and it's a, and it's such a, a really cool show, and it's really interesting, too, because, like, you know, for me, like, being someone who, like, likes history and wants to know more about history, I don't, I never really heard of the Tong Wars before, so it's something that was, like, I was interested in. And they just recently came out with season three of the show, because, like, I binged it, and, like, it was, like, literally perfect timing, because, like, once I finished season two, it was like, oh, yeah, they're making a season three, and, like, yeah, it came out recently, so I'm going ch- to have to check that out. But yeah, that's one of my favorite shows right now.
0: Starting the bar off low, I see. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think I think people are going to see uh, throughout this conversation that I'm very... I don't watch a ton of dramas. Not because I don't... I, like, it's not even like, oh, it's not like they're for me kind of thing. I, I love certain dramas. It's just, I got to be in such a mood to watch a drama. Like, I really got to be in like a truly like binging mood because like each episode is going to be like 40 plus minutes and i'm just like i don't don't feel like doing that and yet i'll watch like six 20 minute episodes of a sitcom in a row it doesn't make any sense (laughs) but it's like i don't know the energy has to be there so a lot of my top shows are are generally sitcoms or comedies of some kind that being said breaking bad's pretty good (laughs) uh it's it's it jumped to one of my favorite shows it's 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 not it's not like top five for me personally for me generally if it's like a if if it's a favorites list like is breaking bad one of the best shows i've ever seen probably not necessarily one of my favorites it's not like i'm going back to it all the time uh but breaking bad is obviously just incredible in some areas it's a bit dated <laughs> like that. uh dubstep car thing. What was, <laughs> what was that? Uh, that was terrible. Um, and you know, the show has some interesting moments like Skylar, uh, singing happy birthday. <laughs> but as far as the, you know, story goes, uh, it's just incredible. Like what is there to say that hasn't been said already? And obviously with that in tandem, better call Saul, which, you know, In my opinion, like people was like, oh, it's Breaking Bad better is Better Call Saul better, you know. After uh, having some distance with Better Call Saul, which you know just ended relatively recently, uh, they're kind of uh, they're they're kind of on par. Like people people say that like Better Call Saul, like oh, like the first season is such a slog. I'm like, I mean. The first season of Breaking Bad was also pretty with a slog. It took me like two years to get through it. It's like it's like Breaking Bad is not like off rip like the most like action packed show you've ever fucking seen, and I, it was probably because I was already invested within Breaking Bad as a universe that like season one of Better Call Saul was way easier for me to you know sit through. But yeah, yeah. both both those shows are phenomenal.
1: Yeah, I know they are, and like, um, it's funny because, like, there was a there was a thing to where I was having conversations with friends about like you know which show was better, and you know some people were saying how like the characterization of Better Call Saul was better to them than it was in Breaking Bad, and so whenever I got to whenever I got around to Better Call Saul, you know I binged the hell out of it, and then I got straight into season six because it was all all season five on Netflix, and while I did think the characterization was really, really great in Better Call Saul. I don't think it was, like, in a sense better. Like, like you said, like, the shows are so equal and then, like, they complement each other so well that, like, I don't think I could ever really be like, oh, yeah, this is better to me, you know? Because I feel like Better Call Saul wants to tell, not like, kind of, like, tell the same storybook in a different way compared to Breaking Bad, which, of course, you know, Better Call Saul is a prequel, but... I, I I still think that like I can never really compare the two. It's they're they're so like well told, but so so well written that it, it just makes both of them complement each other so so nicely. And it's funny because I got to see Giancarlo like as um we last year, and he was talking about like how he directed some of the episodes or an episode of better call Saul and hearing his perspective on the show was like really like refreshing because like he just explained on how like what he had to do and um how he got to direct it it was it was so cool it was really cool but yeah I definitely agree that you know they they have their interesting moments but both shows are just incredible for sure,
0: yeah. I like I like uh, Better Call Saul less because it made uh, Gus gay, and oh god, I don't know. I don't know. How I feel about that. It seems a bit woke to me. No, but like, yeah, they complement each other super well. And Better Call Saul is one of those prequels where if you watch it, it adds so much depth to certain characters that it just makes Breaking Bad that much better. Yeah like you already you already fall in love with uh with uh what's his name old boy old boy mike yeah mike you already fall in love with mike in breaking bad but watching better call saul it's like man <laughs> his character is just incredible and it just yeah it just makes breaking bad just an even better show uh at least uh, in my opinion but what about you you're next technically walter
1: walter um, this is, uh, something that I'm sure that's going to be on both of our lists. Um, Brooklyn Nine-Nine. Yep. It did <laughs> show is absolutely incredible. Um, it, it's funny because like you were trying to get me to watch it for like a little bit and I was like, all right, you know, I'll get into it. Cause like it was on Hulu and then like, watch, well, you know, and you told me that like, it's, it's on Hulu, but it's going to go to Peacock. So I yeah. was like, all right. but I think it was one of those shows that
0: like, I think, I think or at least I like to think or what I assume is that what kind of sold you on it more was that I told you that. And I, I assume you were going to say this, that like the first episode it, it it was, it's the first show that I think I've seen that gets, gets it right off the first episode. Like it understands what the show is usually in shows in the first season. It's like trying to find its footing, Brooklyn nine, nine. It's like, it it, it puts you in the middle of the second season. That's what it feels like. Yeah. It, it just gets right to it. It's incredible.
1: Yeah. And you know, I with like with Brooklyn I I was like all right, you know, like um yeah, like, you know, like you said you gotta, it got it understand understood right away what it what it was. So I was like all right, cool. And then like the just like the cast itself like literally just was so like cool to me. It was like so cool, it's so like funny and like it's one of the things where it's sort of like, you know, you know how like what episodes do like on shows where they'll do an episode and they do like sequels of that episode, but it doesn't hit the same. Yeah. They do that in Brooklyn Nine-Nine, but it makes it so much like better. You know, like the like, uh, Halloween heists. Yeah. The Halloween episode. Yeah. I'm just like, dude, this is so funny. And they always manage to like do a twist within the episode. And it's like, it's so like, I don't know. Like, dude. Like, I have to rewatch Brooklyn Nine-Nine since I have Peacock, but um, true, yeah. You could also just watch Parks and Rec, uh, uh yeah, later, <laughs> later. Um, but yeah, also, like, what made Brooklyn Nine-Nine, like, special for me is that, like, the, the last season, like, it's funny because, like, I, I know when something's good to me, whenever I cry at the end of it, and I don't usually cry at the end of things, so like, Brooklyn Nine-Nine, made me cry at the end and i was like wow this show is like really really good like it's I, I i love it so much and i think like what's i think like what also makes it better is like how it's shot like you know that that format like the kind of like that um that, like city cam movement and also just that it's like it's, it's comedy i love comedy shows so it's, i don't know I, I just love it all around yeah, it's filmed like almost like
0: a mockumentary, except there's no like looking at the camera. There's no talking heads. The talking yeah. heads are replaced place with with uh, I, I hate to say it like this, but like family guy style cutaways. <laughs> um, uh And it's such a it's such a fantastic sort of twist on what creators Dan Gore and Mike Schur have done previously, which is the office and parks and recreation. And they did it just beautifully and and for me Brooklyn 99 is also one of my favorite shows it's one of those shows that I I'll re-watch all the time it's one of those shows that you just put on like y- it's one of the most consistent sitcoms you'll ever watch like I ca- I truly can't think of like oh well this episode this is this is the bad episode of this season or even like oh this is the bad season of this show like there isn't any of that for Brooklyn 99 at least in my opinion you see a lot of people online that say season eight sucks. But I feel like a lot of those people, are, yeah, because of the you know political yeah, they, shit. Even though it's, yeah. it was political the entire time, <laughs> um,
1: but no, no media literacy, bro. Zero.
0: uh but yeah, it's it's just a, a phenomenal show. the The cast is incredible. Obviously, Andy Samberg is is phenomenal. He always has been. Uh, Melissa Fumero uh, is is incredible. Stephanie Beatriz, of course. Terry Crews is is hilarious. But the highlight for me is Andre Brower as Captain Holt. He yeah. to me to this day. And I don't, I I don't think he'll be dethroned for a long ass time. To me, is the best sitcom character in television. Period. <laughs> he never, no matter what episode I rewatch, he always gets me to like. He he just gets me to laugh out loud, which is rare to me. Like I'm the kind of guy who watches something and I go, "That's funny." <laughs> like, even if it's like really funny, I'm like, "Oh, that's good." <laughs> like, but to get me to get me to like truly like laugh out loud he's one of the only characters to to do that uh consistently too uh he's he's i think you and it only works with andre Brower at the at the helm for that character because he's just his his, his performance in that show is just incredible <laughs> and like a lot of sitcoms you'll you'll hear that like a lot of them at least uh towards more towards the end of the series than towards the start of the series, the characters tend to become more like the actors and they're sort of like heightened characters of the actors. It's it's sort of the same for him, too. Apparently, he in real life, he is pretty hard to read and and very serious. Uh, but yeah, when when he like gets into it, like with the crew and and, you know, shows a bit of a softer side and he gets a little goofy, it's just it's so it's it's so delightful to me. It's so good.
1: I love him so much. Fucking I love Captain Home, bro. And I I I like I like love seeing like uh like once in a while like Brooklyn 99 compilations like on TikTok or like YouTube, because it's like damn, like I just I just like love this show. It's so comforting. I'm glad I was able to like binge all 8 seasons like within like well like a week. I don't know, bro. Like maybe like a week and a half, I don't Cracked know. Cracked out. Yeah, I remember I would text you. I'm like, dude, like I'm already on season four, and you're like, what the hell? Like you started like two days ago. Yeah, (laughs) it's crazy uh, how you could uh, binge Parks
0: and Rec even faster. It's a season less.
1: You're right. You're right. I I sure. I sure. I learned people in Mortal Kombat. Oh my god. Sorry.
0: (laughs) You could do it. You Um, could. You could watch it as you play Mortal Kombat.
1: Nah, dude, can't do that. It's 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 one or the other, bro. I'm focused on Mortal Kombat so I can get revenge. There is no revenge to be
0: had. We wanted an equal amount of games to each other. There's no revenge.
1: No. You're it's naturally
0: not. good at fighting games. It's not I'm fair. Not,
1: not naturally good at fighting yes, games. Yes, you
0: are. You can pick up any character and just get it.
1: No, that's not how it works. It is how that works. That's it, cause that's exactly what happened. Nah, dude. Anyways, my next show is Average Heart of Last Airbender. Um, I'm going to say it, I've been saying it for years. I mean, I think that is a fucking perfect show. Like, I don't think like there has been like, I don't think right now, or at least a show that I can think of, you know, there's been a show where every character has great justice, great character arcs, great storytelling, great world building in the span of three seasons more than like than I have than, like, as an avatar I I just think that every single aspect of that show from the combat from the voice acting the plot it's just absolutely like phenomenal to me like and I really love how in each season there's like you know there is a big twist and there is something to where the plot prog- the plot progression doesn't feel like forced it's all like really connected and like in like the best way possible every character has like you know like i said you know the character arcs are just so great and the member the the gang you know as as i call them like they're just some of the best groups i've seen in like you know television and like just I, know, I really like that show like it it's just amazing to me and i can't wait for the netflix one um it looks great i still have some low hopes for it kind of like i know i just said i was excited for it but I, i'm constantly out optimist is what yeah. i was to say but overall like i was heard on say bender it's just phenomenal wouldn't know yeah i know you wouldn't know you're while you watched the avatar last night but it's like my parks and rec <laughs> i watched
0: like half half of the first season
1: yeah and you need to continue that i don't remember where i left off is it still on netflix yeah i think it's yeah, it's on netflix if mm-hmm. not it's probably on some place where i have and i'll probably just like give paramount you my account does. yeah i'll give you my account for paramount no i have paramount oh you do yeah real um but real
0: if you watch Proxxy and Rec, I'll watch Avatar.
1: I can do that. Okay. I can, we, we can arrange something.
0: Yeah. We used to do those trades. We do, yeah. yeah that's how I got you to listen to John Bellion. Yeah. And I look at you.
1: The biggest John cha- Bellion fan. A changed man, dude. <laughs> See what John Bellion does to somebody? Changes them for the better. You begged me to watch Tucker and Dale versus Evil. And I, did. I did beg you because it's so funny. And I'll get to it's- that. Okay, okay, buddy.
0: I'll get to that, but you know, parks and rec's right there. <laughs> I actually forgot to write down Tucker and Dale versus Evil, so I gotta write Tucker and Dale. <laughs> My next show, geez, what to choose. There's so many. Uh you chose an animated show. I'll
1: I'll choose an animated show. Uh regular you know, I, show. I, yeah, it's gonna be either uh, regular show or your time.
0: Regular show is certainly up there. Uh it's so fucking stupid. <laughs> <It's>, <laughs> it's one of the one of the dumbest shows you'll ever watch but god damn it is it good it, it, it somehow makes you give a shit about the characters despite being so fucking stupid and the character designs being relatively simple and it's like one of those like art styles where it's it's not like it's not bad it's just like sort of like it's not um what 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 would the word like polished i guess yeah like it it uses a lot of like you could like see like brush strokes and shit in certain like especially in like backgrounds of scenes anyway uh the characters are phenomenal especially towards the end where it gets a bit more linear uh it it it, mordecai and rigby are incredible rigby's my guy i love rigby uh (laughs) i i remember back in the day uh me and my friend we used to he he, we 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 gave each other role he was mordecai and i was rigby and i was like fuck yeah i love rigby he's the Mm -hmm. goat i don't know shit how annoying he is he's the best fuck mordecai Nah, mordecai school i like mordecai but like if we're being honest
1: mordecai mordecai school but like sometimes he a little bitch yeah i mean
0: rigby's a little bitch too but like mordecai he's a bigger bitch like, like the, the character development for Rigby is insane. <laughs> like compared to Mordecai, like yeah, for sure. Mordecai is like re- re- remains relatively stagnant throughout the series, and Rigby goes through like this whole growth as a character. I fucking love Rigby, man. Uh, he's also easily the funniest character to me too. Uh, it's one, of, it's one of those shows, sort of like SpongeBob, where like as you get older, people are like, "Man, Squidward makes a lot of sense." It's like, oh, Benson is like. <laughs> Yeah, you watch it as a kid, and you're like, man, Benson's such a drag, dude. He just, they just want to like chill, dude. And now, and now you get older, it's like, Jesus, man, just do your job. I know, exactly. <laughs> Work now, play later. Jesus Christ. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but you know that we wouldn't have a show, would we? So yeah, a, a regular show is just, I love it so much. It's it it's 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 one of those shows that's sort of shaped my humor you know what i mean yeah and it also i i I don't know what like came first the chicken or the egg because they're so that style of humor and mordecai and rigby's relationship is so similar to ian ian and anthony from smosh i'm like Mm, did i like smosh because it reminded me of regular show or did i like regular show because it reminded me of smosh (laughs) i have no idea but uh i love regular show it's just phenomenal
1: yeah i i remember i i binged regular show because it's on hulu yeah. and dude like just the amount of shit that like they get into it's so it's just so funny to me i i think one of my, my my favorite episodes of course you know like there's a ton of episodes that i love but one of my favorites is um like you know the the Damn, what what was he? Oh yeah, he's a unicorn. He's taking the history test. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> where kai is like, Benson, we have to let you have to let him take this test or the like, whole world is gonna explode. <laughs> <laughs> it's so fucking stupid. And I also love the one where like um The fucking the basketball god. Yeah, I was about to break. And (laughs) And then the the bass comes in as he flies it. And he's like the model of like Walt Chamberlain. (laughs) Like tall, tall, skinny figure. And also the one where Yeah. (laughs) Also another one that I love is the um the arcade. Where they go against like this uh Oh, no, it was like, it was like, kind of like this, like, gigantic, like, god figure or something like that. At the end, he like fucking explodes or some shit. You know how often that happens? That, (laughs) That happens
0: a lot. But, like, yeah, regular show is one of those things that's like, every now and again, something from the series like pops into my head. And usually because, I think it's because. Uh, for whatever reason on in, in Cartoon Network, at least at least this is my experience. A lot of the reruns or, reruns are from like the early episodes. uh So the amount of times I heard uh, like a bunch of baby ducks send them yeah, to the moon. Them Some machine, moon. That them that machine that doesn't, work. doesn't work. Send it, send it to, them the to the
1: moon. <laughs> I fucking yeah. I, I end up quoting that show. I start saying random shit like all the time. Like sometimes whenever I, I get into like. Something, I'm just like, oh, how in the H am I gonna fix his S?
0: (laughs) Yeah, or or, uh, (laughs) he crosses his arms, you pissed me off. (laughs) (laughs) Take it to the moon, take it to the moon. Oh, what you you take to taste to the moon? Milk, milk, cereal, cereal, calico. Me and my friend, uh, we used to, I guess, play regular show. We do the, uh, don't look at our crotches while we synchronize our watches. Yeah, watches. Boop, boop, beep, boop, 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 beep, beep, boop. Beep, beep, beep. Beep, beep, beep. Synchronize. <laughs> it's so fucking stupid.
1: Oh, uh, dude. It's so, it's so fun, dude. Oh, I love it. Mark Hamill's in it. He is in it. Yeah, that. he is. Took me a long time to figure out that is Mark Hamill. So Because, you know. It just, like, wow. Even though it
0: just sounds like him,
1: <laughs> What's he- kind of, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because like once I saw it, it's like I can't get it out of my head. Yeah, it's like oh, that's, that's clearly Mark Hamill. <laughs> that was me whenever like because uh, Mark Hamill's in uh, Avatar. Yeah, that's I was like, oh wow, <laughs> just uh, Mark Hamill. <laughs> makes sense. Yeah, I'm like, ah, oh, makes sense. Just Mark Hamill doing Mark Hamill things. Mordecai Rigby. Crazy how Mordecai fumbles. Dude, so he he can't dude
0: he has zero riz bro like i didn't like margaret to begin with so i didn't really mind that but cj come on bro what are you doing yeah he fumbled cj fucking idiot but rigby though he got eileen stayed with eileen he's the fuck i love rigby he's <laughs> i love rigby man oh the, the, again something that's stuck in my head it's like with the world is ending as it usually does uh, and and they have to like tell truths and Rigby's like I think Eileen looks hot without her
1: glasses on yeah. <laughs> that's,
0: that's, that's, that's that's that pops up every now and again and also just playing Spider-Man and hearing Rigby is <laughs> it's yeah, always dude,
1: it's,
0: it's so always jarring so but he's like tr- being sinister I don't hear it it's just when he's yelling or I'm like oh it's Rigby <laughs> uh, anyway move on <laughs>
1: damn trying to figure out another show Come on, so many shows there there is a lot, a lot of shows i'm gonna i'm uh i'm gonna I'm pull in an anime right now oh um, jesus here we go shut up bro you and your shut anime up. i haven't even watched anime in like months dude it's been a, it's been a while but one of my favorite shows is uh you you haka show it's such a it's a, it's a really cool like '90s show. I think it's like one of that's like super duper like it. It's not like it's not really dated, um, uh, as people want to make it. That's out a to '90s anime. Out. Yeah, it's '90s. Oh, I it's was it's more super. Recent. It's no, um, I mean they're they're making a movie of the show. That's oh cool. Come Everyone on wants Netflix. that. Yeah, I know, right? Especially when it's anime content, it doesn't really work out so well. But anyways, like um, uh, Yu Hakusho um is another show of mine where the group of uh people have such great like chemistry and such great character arcs um of course you know i love i love the fighting i love the the character i mean no besides the character arcs, i love the the arcs of the show because it's like dang you know like they could go through something and like i know like you know the characters have like plot armor but like the plot armor isn't, like, as significant to me because, you know, they're always managed to, like, use their brains and, you know, like, win battles. And even sometimes, like, they don't even, like, lose. I mean, they, I mean like, they, they, they like, lose some of the battles. So, uh, one of my favorite characters is, of course, you know, like, uh, Yusuke Yurameshi, who gets hit by a car and he figure, figures out he's a ghost and he has to join this uh you know organization and he becomes a spirit detective and he hunts down demons and he meets other people you know and they're, they're really really cool too and they have all these like different abilities but like I said with Yu Yu Haku Show, it's like really it's, it's such a great show that I feel like people should watch because it's like I feel like people love like you know supernatural things and even then it's like a fighting show, so you mean you, you watch it easily, you know like one of my favorite lines from the show uh Yusuke says he, he says, like, yeah, I don't care if she's a a baby or lady or someone's grandma. I'll still knock her out. It's so fucking hilarious, dude. It's funny, I wouldn't know uh, of course not <laughs>
0: God shows, so many shows, well, I guess I'll go with old faithful the office
1: the office yes good choice
0: yeah of course the office (laughs) a classic you know it's one of those shows that's so popular that it's popular to hate on it (laughs) especially nowadays it's like that since that uh that phase has sort of come and gone of it being like the biggest thing like what like when i want to say that was like was that like freshman year of high school it was like really big at one point it's like who's your jim and who's your pam that sort of thing uh, and for whatever reason, that the office is always put up put up against Friends, two completely different shows. Uh, even though Friends is trash, you know, uh, <laughs> we're Friends haters. This podcast, Friends is
1: anyway. You're not, you're not a fan of it. <laughs>
0: no uh the office is fucking great uh obviously again unlike brooklyn 99 it is one of those shows where it does have uh a bad season which is season eight a lot of people don't like season nine i actually like season nine uh, i think they sort of like get back to what the office should be in my opinion in season nine but uh regardless season eight trash it was season eight is one of those seasons that's that that's uh there's a lot of funny moments in it but they work in a vacuum like if you watch like clips of the show of like season eight it's like oh this is some funny stuff but like as as the show as a 20 minute episode it doesn't really work as well as uh the previous seasons but the previous seasons are incredible the characters are are hilarious steve carell is obviously just a powerhouse of comedy in that show uh you, you know a lot of people say the show died when he left i think there was a I think there was a path they could have taken where it could have survived more successfully without them i think they just took the wrong step with characters like robert california unfortunately uh because again season nine i do think is a step up uh although they do fuck with characters like andy and stuff that really um but yeah seasons one through seven are just truly truly delightful and it it's one of those shows that's like for a lot of these shows, really, they're, they're comfort shows. Brooklyn Nine-Nine being a huge one. Uh, and The Office. I always tend to cycle throughout shows. Uh, Brooklyn Nine-Nine and The Office and a couple others, which I'll get to. Then uh, It's like once I finish one, I'll move on to the other one and I just cycle through. Uh, I cycle through them constantly. Uh, right now, I'm going through a casual Brooklyn Nine-Nine rewatch. Um, but, yeah, The Office is is incredible. You got that cringe comedy which i usually don't love but the office is it's it's the office it's like it's objectively like and i hate the using the words objective but but like obviously if you don't like the office you don't like the office but what i'm saying is objectively as a show it's created so well the jokes are written so well the the actors perform it so well that they're still to this day they people are asking the actors like, was this improvised? And it's like, no. The likelihood is it probably wasn't improvised. Uh the storylines, being able to create comedy, uh, really great comedy out of the mundane, is such a difficult thing to do and they excel at it so well, and which is again another reason why the sort of later seasons uh aren't as good because it sort of loses that uh, a lot of this is supposed to be just basic shit that everyone sort of goes through and making comedy out of it and they just sort of lose that eventually um but the office as a show I, i think is 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 fucking phenomenal and i love it i love it so much it's one of my comfort shows and i think it's fantastic and even though it doesn't get the laughs out of me necessarily like it doesn't make me like laugh out loud uh sort of like brooklyn Nine uh something about it it just uh it feels it feels comforting it as I said it is a comfort show for me and uh i don't know what it is about it but for obviously it is that that's what it is for a lot of people uh but yeah they they really i don't know they really hit the nail on the head with that show and like I said, even though it's, it's not necessarily like the funniest show you'll ever watch, uh, it is very comforting and it has a lot of fun moments compared to the UK version of The Office, which is very uh, dry, which is U- UK humor is dry. The, the American version, it injects some of that heart into it that a lot of American shows need. Um, and it does it so well. Michael's character in particular is such a fucking annoying ass character but there's so much heart to his character that steve carell really drives home in his performance that he just especially in the in in the seventh season when he leaves you just you just root for the guy (laughs) um and you know and you have characters like jim and dwight who have their back and forth uh their ongoing uh uh Rivalry because they're frenemies. Uh, I love their dynamic and I love their arc throughout the show. Eventually becoming just genuine friends. Uh, I think I, I'm rambling, but yeah, I think the show is fucking great.
1: Yeah, I remember when I watched it, I was like, man, you know, like, oh my like, dang, like the office, like, like this is like this is it, like this is the day where I watch it. I did give it the Parks and Rec treatment, pre Parks and Rec treatment um skipping season one as did i yeah and i watched season two it felt like super like it was it felt super good doing that i don't know i felt like it was just like it was just right skipping season one and then i kept watching it i binged it and binged it i'm like man this is just fucking crazy and like i have already seen like moments of the office like you know like on youtube or whatever and i think the one besides like you telling me to watch it the one scene that got me to watch The Office was was Dwight cutting off the... Uh, no fucking way. That's what got me to watch it, too. Yeah, it was, it was Dwight cutting off the... Uh, the bl- 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 face of the CPR and, dummy. Yeah, and putting it off. Going, <laughs> Yeah, and it's so funny because, you know, you hear people screaming, you're like, oh, my God, and it's just like that. And that's so funny to me that that uh, got
0: that got me to watch it too. not 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 seeing the clip. I watched the episode because I used to be an office hater to be honest with you uh because i was just because i tried watching the first season and the first season is a fucking slog <laughs> and it's boring uh i don't think it's boring anymore I've said, i said i don't know if i've said it on the podcast before but i think this i think season one is really great as a prequel season i think it works really well in that regard but if you're trying to watch the show for the first time season one is not it um yeah but yeah so I was an opposite, i was like this isn't i don't think this is funny at all like and and i had uh I had sort of like an acquaintance slash friend. It was a school friend. And I think it was like junior year or high school. It was relatively recently. Actually, no, it wasn't. That was like, <laughs> that was a while ago now. Ugh, I don't like that. Um, but she was like, she was a huge office fan as you can as, as you can imagine, you know, like, uh, I was just like, Jesus Christ. Like, <laughs> it's like, Oh my God, you haven't seen the office. Like, Oh, it's such a great show. And I was like, yeah, sure it is. Um, and, and she was like, she was like, look. Uh, Because I think I told her, I was like, oh, I watched like some of season one, like three or four episodes. She was like, she was like, look, watch these two episodes in, I think it's season five. Just, just watch these two episodes. And if you don't like it, then fine. (laughs) And I was like, okay, fine. Fair enough. I'll watch two episodes. It was season five. It was, I believe it was, it was the episode with the cold open where Dwight sets the fire and uh, the, oh, yeah. the, the, the fire alarm goes off, and he's like, he's like, it's not a drill, and like Angela like throws her cat into the ceiling and shit. <laughs> and like, I thought that was really fucking funny, and I also think uh, that episode was like the roast of Michael Scott. That mm, was really yeah. good, and then of course the episode <laughs> where they do the CPR dummy, and the, when Dwight did that, it had me on the fucking floor. <laughs> I, yeah, was, I, know, like,
1: I was like, it is, so, it was so funny because like because like something's happening and then it just cuts to that dude yeah, it's so <laughs> turn, fucking good the way he turns he yeah it's just
0: eyes And the it's so good <laughs> it's so <laughs> dude, good it's so
1: funny dude. <laughs> uh but i
0: was like fuck this is really funny and um i don't think she actually told me to do it i was just like you know what i'm just gonna skip season one and uh i was a like, good decision <laughs> because because yeah just right off jump season uh season two i was i was immediately in i was like oh yeah I'm I'm loving this.
1: So yeah. Hell yeah, the office, you already know. Um my next one is The Bear. I absolutely love this show from the cinematography, the the tension, the anxiety it gives you, the the plot, the characters, just overall the atmosphere of the show is so it's so good. It's so good. And you know, FX has been, you know, they they've been in their bag for for a while, you know. Yeah, they put out Peak, like, bro. Atlanta. Yeah. Atlanta, season 1 of Dave, I haven't seen I haven't seen season 2. I
0: didn't I don't like season 2.
1: I haven't seen it. Um, I don't then, think it was good. Yeah, the Bear and then they're releasing another show called Shogun, which I'm wanting to watch. It comes out in February. But yeah, man, like the bear is just so good. Like and it's funny because like, you know, I've always been a fan of like, you know, just cooking in general. Um I've wanted to cook I've been wanting to cook since I was like a kid. I've learned from it from my family. And seeing how it was like primarily gonna be like a chef restauranteer, like type of series, I was already hooked. Especially, you know, you had like jeremy allen white which i haven't really seen too much of him like i've heard of him, you know through shameless so i was really wanting to check it out and so like season one is just like great and then season two is like even better um it really does tell a story a great story of like you know hardships through you know, of course, you know, money through like family, like mental health and just the overall stress and tension and anxiety that the show brings in and just like makes it even better. And also, like I said, um, with it being like kind of like a chef style show, it it reminded me of uh, my late grandma. So that's kind of also why I love the show as well. It's a comfort show for me. Um, Glad they got renewed yeah, the bear, yeah. The bear is a comfort show for you. <laughs> it I is mean, a comfort.
0: I mean, that's really sweet with the grandma thing, but I just think it's
1: hilarious. No. Const-
0: the constantly yelling and berating of the characters. No, it's like, oh well, yeah, well,
1: home. Well, well, no, well, no, the thing is that, like, well, not... So, like, there is a family, like, di- like, diabolical... Not diabolical, like, kind of like a family dynamic, really bad family dynamic. I mean, I don't go through that, but the fact that, you know... I worked. I worked in the kitchen before, and that's how it is. I'm just like, ah, yes, this is relatable to me because I've been in that position. Not the not it's being like, yelled at, but so no, I
0: I, I, I I do get it because that's it's same with me in like whiplash. It's like I, I'm I'm like getting fucking berated for playing music, but, like, but, you,
1: but you've been in like you know, yeah, it's, I, I relate yeah. to it in that way. Yeah, exactly. So 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 yeah, you know him, like you know Jeremy Allen White's character, Carmi... like being able to just like. You know, be this like top chef and trying to work things around. And, you know, he's like, you know, like them like cooking up stuff. And, you know, they go to these different restaurants throughout the city of Chicago. And I, I don't know, I like that stuff. And it's plus, like, I also like, you know, the cast is really, really great too because it also has uh, Maddie Matheson, who's like a real life chef. And I've watched Maddie Matheson for years. Um, and like, you know, I've taken inspiration from his recipes and also like his style. So the fact that, you know, it has that, it, the, those, it's funny cause you know, like those emotions, people don't want to feel, they don't want to f- watch something and be stressed and have anxiety all the time. But like, like seeing that in that show, knowing what the story tells, that's what I like if i'm able to feel all those emotions through certain aspects of the show i think that's what that's that's a great thing i want to see and it obviously it's one of my favorite shows ever we're two seasons in got confirmed for a third can't wait for that i watched the first few episodes and i really liked it but
0: a part of me is is hesitant to continue because i don't want to get through it and then i have to wait week to week <laughs> When season three comes out, part of me is just like, do I just want to wait until it's all out and then just complete, completely? Yeah, it? yeah.
1: I I understand because like that's how it was with me because like because season one ends off on like a hopeful note that like wow you know like you, you can't wait to see what's happening and then season two happens and it's like they kind of kept some of that hopefulness but it just kind of like. It's like it kind of goes up and goes down, and it's like I don't think actually. No, I did wait week to week for an episode, so that was kind of just I was distraught feeling. And then, like, yeah, it's that. It says that that void of when a show ends because it ends on a pretty chaotic, like, feeling, and it's like, damn, that's how it ends. So, but yeah i will get to it that is one of those shows where i'm yeah yeah i feel you i understand uh
0: for me my next one i mean gotta be adventure time gotta be adventure time in my opinion no exaggeration best animated show of all time bar none in my opinion season one goofy and childlike of course it is he's a child he's like 13 uh (laughs) <laughs> but like as the show goes on even in those early seasons i mean they did they plant seeds uh but uh, arguably even more than regular show they 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 go through some dark shit <laughs> that show i i i mean the they, finn really goes through it in that show uh there's a lot of allegories for a lot of different things uh it's just i love the world and I love the characters. I love the animation, the uh, the uh, the style of it. I think it's I think it's brilliant. The humor again, it's one of those shows that shaped my humor. It's just so stupid and silly <laughs> that I I I just fucking I I love it so much. Jake is probably my favorite character. He's just a he's just a delightful character. He's just a goofy guy.
1: I love him so much. Just a little silly guy who likes yeah. making making pancakes.
0: Yeah, It also. Does the deep voice randomly and it kills me
1: every time? Fucking love it. harassment of the female gender gender makes, makes me, me sick. sick.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I watched that when I watched that episode because I, I I binged all of it relatively recently, like a couple of years ago. I watched. Okay, when when someone says like, "Oh, I'm watching Dragon Ball abridged," what do they mean by that?
1: Abridged. Yeah, when they say like, "Oh, I'm watching the abridged version," what does that mean? Oh, that's like a, it's like a a more comedic version of Dragon Ball where it's like, it's like different voiceovers and stuff like that. Really? That's pretty much what it is. Yeah. That's what that is? Yeah. Cause like it's made by Team Four Star and they just, they just do like different voiceovers of the show. Oh. As someone who doesn't
0: watch anime, when I heard abridged, it sounded like a shortened version. So I assumed abridged no. was just like taking well, the filler
1: out. No, so, well, they have, they did do something like that, which is called Dragon Ball Z Kai. Dragon Ball Z Kai is where they take out all the filler and they, like, change the the way the show looks. And that's what they, that's just what they did. But, yeah, Dragon Ball Z Abridged is, like, yeah, it's just, like, where they, uh, I mean, they do certain segments of the show, and they just do, like, random voice, they just do, like, v- like a, my voiceovers over it that's pretty much what they do i see all right well throw that out then
0: basically two years ago i watched uh I, I sort of watched adventure time but i sort of just watched the uh linear episodes um and then just this past year i watched i just binged every episode uh god i love it so much but like when i got to that episode where jake's like you guys an harassment of the female gender makes me, makes sick. me sick in the in the uh in the subtitles it said "as Batman," I was like, "What the fuck?" Yeah. <laughs> and there was one time where where Jake was doing like is like deep but like sexy voice. He was like, "Come here, baby," and shit like that. And it said like it said like as Barry White. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I was like, "Oh my god!" Um, but yeah, J- that show is fucking brilliant, and I love I love uh, Marceline and and Princess Bubblegum's relationship. I think I think they're fucking great characters. People hate Princess Bubblegum, but I don't know. I don't I don't have the hatred for her as that uh, a lot of other people do. But then the show just gets even better with the you know their their small spinoffs like Adventure Time Distant Lands, uh, just adds a bit of context to uh, you know so, sort of what happens after the show, but also uh, some of the characters' lives pre the, uh, the the start of the show. And then of course we have Fiona and Cake, which just came out recently. Which is just fucking brilliant. I love it. I, I I love that show to death as well. It's just this. Un- it, the universe of Adventure Time is just so rich, and there's so much room to tell stories in that universe. And the like, they managed to tell ten seasons worth of worth of stories in that in that series, and they could they could still do so 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 much. Um, I I, I just I love Adventure Time. It's it's the best animated show.
1: There's, there's um. So like, I have to actually rewatch the entire thing because um I don't remember where I left off because I was watching it when it was still on TV. And I just don't remember when. I do remember it was like around the part where the lich was in, was introduced. So was introduced. Yeah. Well, no, no. Actually, not introduced. But like, it was. He was. Becoming more involved in the story, so and then sure. like I, I don't remember. I just don't remember where I left off. But it's on Hulu, right? Uh, it's on Hulu. It's on Max. Oh, thank God! Yes, thank God. No ads. Okay. <laughs> thank God. So, um, so let, let's add that to the binge list. Since I'm, <laughs> let's add that to the binge list because it's also one of the things to where like you. I've seen the shows so much to where like I've just, I've seen like like, all these, like, clips, or, like, I've seen clips from, like, maybe season 8, like, season 9. Sure. Season 7, like, you know? So it's, like, it's one of the, it's one of those things. And I, I love, like, it's funny, because whenever I see something, I text you, I'm like, oh, this is where it is. That's where it came from. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But, yeah, I, I agree with you. Like, you know, Adventure Time is, like, you know, the, the, the story or so far, you know, from what I've seen, like, you know, the story and the characters is just, it's so, like, interesting to see, because it's, like, they they like somehow like learn yeah they, they all like learn like from their like mistakes and like it's every every episode it's like there's something that that goes on that i just like really adore about the, about it of course some of, my, some of my favorite characters of course you know jake and finn but i love bemo like bemo's so fucking adorable yeah. um and there's one episode that <laughs> it's so funny because um it, it stuck with me this whole entire time and like I whenever I say I'm about to explode, I think of this character. Remember that zombie episode? Of course. And like how like Starchy sees a zombie. That's the first episode. And, yeah. That, that that's that's the first episode. That's the first thing that comes to my mind all the time where I'm like, man, I'm about to explode. I just think of Starchy. <laughs> 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 and then you just fucking explodes <laughs> into nothingness. I just love that. Yeah, but like,
0: yeah, Adventure Time is just—it's brilliant. And um, the, the the character arcs that they go through. Yeah, I definitely, I definitely like highly recommend binging it because because uh, it was sort of the same thing for regular show. I was going to mention it, but I I forgot. Uh, it was one of those shows that like I, I I didn't like I didn't grow out of it. Obviously, otherwise I wouldn't think it's. Uh, but like. I stopped having cable, (laughs) so it's like I literally could not watch it uh, that or regular show. So eventually, like uh, like like I I, like with regular show even more so than Adventure Time, I had I had no idea how linear it got uh, towards the end, and uh, sort of the similar thing went for Adventure Time. So I sort of stopped. I think I I think I think I I, uh, I stopped watching Adventure Time. I think. I want to say it was when Fern came along, but I don't think I think it was before that. I think I just knew about Fern like through the grapevine, you know, like, like you said, like clips and stuff. I don't know if I actually mm. watched it, but yeah, uh, it, it it it's a just a phenomenal series.
1: Yeah, for sure. I already, I already knew. Uh, you know, what? I'm gonna just. I'm gonna get into the obvious and it's it's both of ours community
0: yeah <laughs> I, I was i was thinking about saving for last i was solid
1: <laughs> Com- it's fucking community man it's oh my fucking god i i i also like love how like how the public has caught on to community like recently as well because they because well, whenever like you know you know you you're telling me to watch it and you're saying how it's like super underrated. And I'm like Yeah, this was
0: this is I want to make it clear, this was before it was on Netflix where i had a huge surge in popularity again. Yeah.
1: So like, yeah, it was on like it was on Hulu at the time, and you were like, dude, like you should like watch community, like cause like this was after I watched The Office, and this is before I watched Brooklyn Night Nine. And you're like, Yeah, you should like watch community. It's like so underrated. Um like I think like you would like really like it. And you know, and you were telling me like Season one is like really slow, but I think still the thing that you should like watch it. And I was like, all right, cool. Like, I don't know, whatever. And then I watched the first season. And I'm like, wow, this is actually like really, really good. Season two is so much, it's so much better. Like, there's so much shit that's going on and there's so much, like, so many lines of dialogue that is just so funny. And so I was really invested into like the characters. And then, like, you know, I would text you like every two hours saying that I'm on a new season. I binged it. Yeah, that's probably the fastest series you've ever binged. Yeah, no, it is. It's <laughs> so <laughs> fast. It is. It is. I think I binged six seasons in five five
0: days, four days. I don't remember some insane shit.
1: <laughs> Fucking bro speed was speedrun. Bro was not sleeping. No, dude, I wasn't. And like, I just made it even faster by skipping the intro. Sorry.
0: Give me a bro Time and a dream give me the hope of to run out of yeah community's incredible I, I think i started watching it because i i just wanted to see more stuff that donald glover was in he was like oh he's in the show community it's like all right. <laughs> I'll, 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 say,
1: all right i'll give it a shot yeah i
0: was like holy shit this is peak fiction <laughs> um, uh yeah season one it's not even like season one's like necessarily even slow it's just compared to the rest of the show it's the least batshit crazy. <laughs> yeah. It's more it's more of a straightforward sitcom that first season. But uh then they then they go balls to the wall in season 2 and beyond. And the community's one of those shows if you go online you'll see like oh season 4 is the worst season. Oh it fell off after Donald Glover, Donald Glover left. And it's like the show definitely changed and it shifted in 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 some of its tone. And new characters brought in—is it as are? Were they as good as Donald Glover? Of course not, but I don't. It's, I don't think the show completely like fell off the fucking map. Like it's still a great show. Like season four is generally regarded as the worst uh, season of the show, and it's like I don't necessarily disagree with that, but for for the worst season of a six season show, it's still better than a lot of TV shows. Yeah, it like the community as it at its worst is still better than friends. <laughs> Community at its worst is still better than the office at its worst in my opinion. Uh like it's uh I think it's I think there's there's still a lot of fun to be had in that show even even when it has its lows, which it doesn't have many in my opinion. Yeah, uh, in my opinion, it's probably my favorite sitcom. Uh I think I think it's just incredibly well written. A lot of people had take issue with the the, the, a lot of community, it's like they, we go through the episode and then at the end, it's like, here's the moral of the story. But I I, I don't know. I think it's I think it's deeper than that. I think it's better than that. Um, but yeah, uh, obviously, the, the entire cast is fucking phenomenal. I think people need to put some respect on Shirley's name. Yvette Nicole Brown is incredible. I fucking love that character. <laughs> she's such a she's such a badass in that show. I fucking love it. Um, and anytime she goes to like the stereotypical, like sassy black woman's fucking hilarious to me, <laughs> she's like, she's like, uh, she's like, she's like, that doesn't make any sense. I'll make your ass sense. <laughs> like, like, <laughs> I fucking love her so much. And like some of the, some of the jokes are just fucking out of pocket. Like, uh, there was the episode where Abed keeps hiring a bunch of like celebrity impersonators and they, he's like in debt to the guy who runs that sort of company and he comes to the school and he's, he's like, you guys got to impersonate people, you know, to like sort of pay off your friend's debt. And he looks at Troy and Britta. And he's like, Oh, this is rare. Both versions of Michael Jackson. <laughs> <laughs> oh my it's God. It's fucking crazy.
1: <laughs> I also, I uh, was uh, what was, what was the line? Like where, 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 where Britta was like, Oh, like, I don't tolerate this but I can tolerate racism and oh. then really, tolerate <laughs> I can racism. tolerate
0: racism but I draw the line in animal cruelty you can, like,
1: you you can it.
0: excuse, racism. excuse <laughs> racism that's so fucking
1: good I fucking love the show so much the, and it's also like the, the the show where like it's also a thing to where I text you oh wow this is where it came from like you know the the infamous meme of Kenji Ken on going gay, <laughs> gay so yeah circulating the internet for years years and then like recently like um you know the 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 whole like don glover walking in holding pizza while everything's on fire yeah like that 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 um that meme yeah and gifs so, that you've
0: seen for so long and so it's like you don't even think about it it's like oh
1: shit <laughs> this is from community was, oh he's like oh yeah this is where it's from so yeah i was like yeah, that whenever I got to that shit, whenever I binge watched, I was like, "Oh wow, like it's it's make it makes sense to me now." But yeah, um, yeah, the the community is like one of those shows to where it's like it it is like slow at first, but like once you get to season two, it's it really does change, and like also like it so manages to be like you know like you know super engaging even when like Troy isn't around. Like I remember the uh. What was Troy in the one where they go into like you know it was like a, it was like a video game? Yeah, Troy was there. Oh, Okay, well, but one mind. of the one of
0: the ones I think I believe Troy wasn't in it. Uh, was uh, I think it was? Shit, I don't remember. But it was like when uh, Abed is like is Nicholas Cage for a bit. <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> that's really good. Uh, one of my favorite episodes of the show is in the arguably worst season season four. Uh, it's when Troy and Britter out on out on a date and Abed doesn't like that. He thinks, uh, cause Annie sort of forces it and to Abed cause he's, you know, neurodivergent. <laughs> and, and to this day, you see a lot of people on the internet say he's one of the, he's e- easily one of the best depictions of, of autism on screen. And they weren't even trying to necessarily be like PC about it or whatever. Um, it's just a phenomenal performance from Danny Pudi. Uh, but wh- yeah, one of my favorite episodes is, is Andy sort of forces Britta and Troy together, and Abed doesn't like that. And he has his dreamatorium, and they sort of go through a bunch of scenarios of of uh, just sort of the way Abed feels and how he sees the, the characters. Uh, it's just a really, really touching and heartfelt episode of the show. Uh, and yeah, I think, I think, because like, like I said earlier, like, even in it, at its worst it it has some incredible incredible gems uh i think people i think people just i don't know I, I think people just give a lot of shit to season four because that's the season where dan Harmon was fired and it's like yeah it it definitely lost something because season three into season four the characters sort of become caricatures of themselves and it's like you can feel that but it's not as bad as people make it out to be um yeah i adore i adore the show donald Glover is obviously the heart of the show
1: yeah for sure
0: you have the bit where he's like he's like a someone says oh you sneeze like a girl he says how about i pound you like a boy that didn't come out right
1: <laughs> yeah that was crazy oh uh, is this so my turn i think so
0: yeah no wait no it's my turn you brought up community oh shit yeah <laughs> my bad uh well i gotta go with parks and rec talked about it a little bit earlier So I'm not going to go too into these, like, you know, to avoid spoilers for for Torn right here. But, uh, fuck, man. Parks and Rec, again, it's, it's, I've told you this before, it's more similar to Brooklyn Nine-Nine as far as tone goes than The Office. Uh, But, you know, again, more akin to Brooklyn Nine-Nine, one of the more consistent sitcoms I've ever seen. Uh, Again, other than that first season, which is more similar to The Office, uh, there's not a bad season, there really really isn't. And the last season, I, I hate to say it, I think it's better than Brooklyn Nine-Nines. I think it's better. I think what? it's better than Brooklyn Nine-Nines last season. What? I think it is. What? I know. Well, I just I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Uh what? but there's a lot of similarities in Brooklyn Nine-Nine to Parks and Rec as far as like the character uh I guess archetypes go. Uh like like uh Aziz Ansari's character is very much Gina in brooklyn 99 obviously captain holt and uh and uh ron swanson are relatively similar uh the goofy lead it's like all the characters like switch around as far as like where they are in the show because like chris pratt character chris chris pratt's character is pretty similar to andy sandberg's character uh melissa Fumero's character amy santiago is, is kind of leslie nope-esque you have uh uh Aubrey Plaza's character is very similar to uh to Rosa. It's it's like there's a lot of similarities between a lot of the characters. And but but like they're obviously still their own characters. It's not like Ron Swanson's a a, a black gay guy. <laughs> uh it's just the fact that he's like very serious and and monotone, but occasionally gets a little goofy, which I fucking love. Uh I don't know what it is about that that character type i don't know what it is but i love it <laughs> um but yeah parks and rec again one of the most consistent shows i've ever i've, uh, I've ever seen of a sitcom it's so funny uh it's so stupid <laughs> and i i just adore the characters there's some it, it's it, it, the show does a lot of stuff that's like it, it does certain like story beats where you're like i don't know i don't know how i feel about this this is a little weird but then it's like the the writers are like, no, we know it's weird. Trust us. <laughs> like, and by the end of the episode, you're like, ah, oh, this is fine. Actually, is it, it, yeah. it creates a really good comedy. Um, but yeah, the, the 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 show is just it's so funny, man. It's so
1: funny. You gotta watch
0: it. You gotta watch it, man. What have ever steered you wrong? I introduced you to Community. I introduced you to Brooklyn i Nine.
1: There's so many things on my mind right now.
0: You can have that, com- you can have Parks and Rec on your mind. It's right there.
1: Parks and Rec. It's gonna have to wait. Wait for what? I have to. the The problem with the problem is that I have to. I don't know. (laughs) Bro can't find an excuse. He's trying. He's he's trying to find
0: it. I (laughs) think also.
1: I think what's also holding me back to Parks and Rec is the fact that so like the peacock peacock the peacock account that I use has ads. I have to get that ads out, bro. That's you, you like want mine. you have you have no ads. I think so. If you have I'm, ads, I'm pretty sure I don't fl- have ads. I'm going to nuke. You want more? yes. Whoa, whoa, wait. Um, I don't. The I don't. Know, can't remember any more shows on my end. I'm not gonna go into like Loki or whatever because you know what oh, well, you Loki know what? sucks anyway. So. I don't know. Fuck it! Oh, you know what? I'm. This is my last one. Daredevil. Oh. Daredevil.
0: I didn't think about Daredevil. Oh, fuck me! Of course, duh. Da-
1: da- da- Daredevil, literally one of, if not the best superhero shows ever. Like it Absolutely. is. Absolutely. It is so phenomenal. Like the story. Like the story of Matt Murdock lawyer by day vigilante by night is just fucking great like it is it's shot he is shot well every character gets their chance to shine like man he manages to dinner manages to do something that no superhero show has ever done like i don't know i can't i can't,
0: oh my god it's, yeah, so, it's
1: just it's, it's, it's just
0: it's, brilliant especially in season it, three
1: yeah, season three is cool, like, like is is amazing, and like you know the, the like the thing like we went with Daredevil is that like there wasn't really too much of like gritty like superhero shows, like at least to my to my memory. But when Daredevil came out, it manages to do like something like something like that, and it just put the bar so high for those shows. That I understand. I I, now I understand what people were saying. You know, they're really worried about for Daredevil Born Again, but I still think that they have the chance to do that. But dude, yeah, they they put the bar so high, and like, just the 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 dynamic of all the characters. You know, the dynamic between Matt and um with Foggy and Karen, the dynamic between Matt and Electra like daredevil and kingpin it's so it manages to tell such a great story and yeah even with season three like just you know with them introducing bullseye and giving him like a backstory because you know like bullseye doesn't really have like a concrete backstory and manages to make him like one of the best versions of like a sociopath so fucking good like it's so ridiculous so amazing and like it's like a also like a thing to where like just like even like the fucking suit bro the suit is just incredible Eh, it's bro could be better yeah it's not it's not not the 2003 leather version of it i just Um, i prefer the black suit you prefer the, the black suit?
0: Yeah, especially season three where he's got the shit wrapped.
1: Yeah, and, the the little, and
0: some of the whites poking out of the oh
1: yeah. It 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 manages to bring out like such a great like like beat for beat adaptation of The Man with Fear by Frank Miller. Um and this is coming from me as like a really big Daredevil fan. Um it was such a You're not a that cool, big of a fan. You only have like most of the comics. Bruh. Yeah, most of the comics, and I have a fucking suit in my chest. Yeah, with the with the two Billy Clubs. helmets, Billy Club dude. Did I tell you how much that shit cost? Yeah, it was like three thousand dollars. No, not three thousand. It was like close to a thousand. But anyways, I digress. Um, just Daredevil is surely one of the best, like superhero series I like, ever like. Again, yeah, with the combat the story arc of Matt Murdock. And it's also like one of the things to where, you know, the, 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 I love how in season three, where Matt like starts questioning his faith. And like, you know, the one thing about me is that I'm not what just keep going. I'm just reveling Uh, in how good the show is. Yeah. And like, you know, it's one of the things to where I'm not a Christian, but like, like or I'm, not, I'm, not, I'm not even Catholic, but that was such a great, like, so you know, such a great way. I don't know how like how they wrote that in with Matt because you know Matt's like a he's like an extreme Catholic in the in the comics, but it's funny because like you know he commits adulterous acts but
0: yeah he's yeah. yeah for a for a hardcore catholic it is he's not very uh he doesn't really abide by those rules very much does
1: he, he? yeah no he
0: doesn't but uh, but yeah, the, the show continues the trend of daredevil being one of the most
1: consistently written characters yeah ever and and like even like we talked about season two before like even like at its worst it still manages to do something great
0: yeah season two
1: worst season of daredevil
0: yet it's still better than every other season of the netflix marvel shows except jessica jones season one
1: yeah like you know the the whole like you know the the punisher and daredevil like that that dialogue between each other is just like incredible and that's something that i've always loved that dynamic of well hey like you know like you know hey uh, you shouldn't be killing these people because you know that's you know that's, that's not the best thing, some of the way to go around it. But then Punisher's like, well, I mean, I gotta kill these people or else they're gonna be on the street like they're, like gonna, the next they're just day. gonna get out,
0: yeah, and just. Oh, kill yeah, them I I, just, I
1: love that. I just love that dynamic because like, and he's right yeah he 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 is right like, but unfortunately you know, we
0: live in the real world in, in the comic world <laughs> it's like yeah i guess i guess
1: daredevil's right i guess <laughs> yeah yeah you know like both both have points and you know i really do love that where you know uh, you you really i uh, you really empathize like and sympathize with the punisher because like you know the, the punisher you know as a character is the what the justice system? Uh, how the justice system has failed a man, and how a man is trying to correct it in his own way, and going with that going up against Matt, who of course is a lawyer, and he wants to not really kill anybody, and he's trying to play by the books. It's such a great dynamic. I love that, and of course, you know you have the hand in you know season two, which Ooh. is like. It's okay. And then, like, they do it in the Defenders and eh, whatever. Mm. Like I said, even like with Season 2 I, at its worst, it still manages to be... Like, it manages to have great aspects of that season. But, like I said, Daredevil is just absolutely phenomenal. It's incredible. Like, if you don't like it, then, like, you know, you, you need a psychiatric test. Like, you need a psychiatric evaluation. True.
0: And uh, the cast is obviously phenomenal. The yeah, cast is the cast is so good that Charlie Cox literally looks blind in real life.
1: <laughs> I still can't get over it. Uh, I really wanted to meet Charlie Cox at in Dallas this year. Well, uh, you didn't miss out on much. He wouldn't be able to see you anyway. <laughs> That's crazy. Hopefully, I get to meet him in New York because he's always in New York. This is an offer incredible. Too? What? Vincent D'Onofrio is incredible. Oh, yeah. Vincent D'Onofrio is amazing. Like Wilson Bethel as Bullseye. Oh, Him in that costume. Ugh so good so good and Ridiculous. like i was i was like afraid to say it when like i was like man he kind of looks better than charlie cox in <laughs> and, yeah. then, and then and you and then you d- agree with me and i was like okay and then even charlie cox agreed that he yeah, looks better charlie cox scene. is was, like oh okay.
0: man I, he looks good doesn't he <laughs> i
1: was like i was like okay i feel validated yeah. right now said <laughs> like it is a, it is a jawline but yeah i I won't say anymore because I'll just go on about it all day. Daredevil is just amazing.
0: Yeah, if I had to pick like a superhero show, it's probably Hawkeye.
1: Hawkeye is really good. I
0: fucking love Hawkeye.
1: It's super. It's super fun. It's super grounded. Like I love how they made Hawkeye a character. I just wish there was more than six episodes. I because I want to watch it more. It's so fun.
0: Yeah, it's just like, it's yeah, it's just a really fun, fun series that just adds so much to Clint's character. And because it's, you know,
1: Christmas, it's got that vibe to it. Yeah, I'm just, I'm just really mad that we didn't get to see Spider-Man. True. Uh, I think my last one, it's probably It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia. Right, you want me to watch that show so badly, but I just can't True. do it i Why? can't do it right now i can't do it it's like fucking like 80 seasons and above it's
0: 15 seasons but they're only 10 episodes each no no nah, i can't do that right now
1: dude. yes you I, can't it's the I, same I,
0: amount of episodes not, as brooklyn 99
1: nah dude nine no nah, but it's still ongoing though that's the thing dude oh it's, not stopping, it's not stopping anytime soon like it has to end <laughs> i, I can't do that i yes, can't do can. that bro I can't do that. Yes, bro. you can. Bro, it, dude, I
0: understand dude. it looks daunting. It really isn't, though. Bro, dude. Dude, they just, they just announced season 26, bro. What are you Season, me? <laughs> season 26. <laughs> no, I do want you to watch It's Always Sunny, but I want you to watch Parks and Rec more.
1: Yeah, we'll see. Well, yeah, we'll see about that. You can literally watch it today after I give you Peacock. Yeah. I'm uh, going about it sunny
0: uh yeah it's always sunny is fucking great it's one of those shows like it's one of those shows like i always heard about and because it's been going on for 15 16 years <laughs> um but i i i didn't really know what to expect when i started it and then the first episode they immediately start off strong with with you know uh the, the hard r flies <laughs> I was like, I was like, oh, this is this is this is where we're starting. Okay, <laughs> got it. Um to, to be honest, like the first few seasons were a bit of a slog. Um, but like, it it was still, it was still pretty well written. Really, it was like stupid enough. You know what I mean? Like, like it wasn't. It was not like it was boring. It was just. A, it was just like, like like I like I don't know like really who these characters are yet. And even the creators like ag- agree, which are the stars of the show. Uh, they agree. They're like, they like, like, they, they even say they did, they didn't really figure out what the show was until like uh, season, like five or six. Um, but it's just, it's a, I think it's a phenomenal show. The characters are just fucking hilarious. Uh, especially Glenn Howerton as uh, Dennis just, he probably, he probably gets the most, he probably gets memed the most uh, or gets the most clip viral clips out of all of them because his, his, he's such a phenomenal actor. He's one of the most underrated actors out there. Just period. Fun fact. He was almost star Lord. Uh, he was like, it was, it was, it was up against Chris Pratt. who got it. Obviously, uh, Glenn Howerton and Zachary Levi, which would have been weird. Well, really Glenn Howerton would have been weird too. Chris Pratt is such a, was such a different idea of what James Gunn wanted, but that's besides the point. Uh, it's it's just a hilarious show it's one of those shows where it's like if you're looking for uh, dark humor um, but you're you're not one of those assholes that it's like haha school shooting haha dark humor not that kind of dark humor but just genuine genuine generally well written dark humor uh that goes that you know handles some pretty insane subjects it's also one of those shows that it that i don't really delve into the fan base uh I don't really delve into the fan phase for a lot of shows I watch. Actually, the only one I I really delve into is community because it's such a welcoming place, but I don't really touch the office or even parks and rec. Uh, Or uh, it's always sunny because it's one of those shows that attracts the wrong kind of people um, because they, they are very political in that show. Um, But the, the whole idea of the show is that it's like, it's like a Seinfeld but like they're the worst people on the planet because Seinfeld. It's 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 always commonly referred to. It's a, it's a show about nothing. It's like, it's, it's, it's always sunny as a sort of similar thing and even sort of have sort of similar character types. Uh, but they're just the fucking worst. And I think that's part of what makes it a little hard to watch initially because it's just like, Jesus Christ, these guys fucking suck. Like they're not likable at all. <laughs> um, but like, that's, that's part of it. And uh, they do a lot of political stuff, and sort of the the wrong people. They're just like, yeah, these guys get it. It's like, no, they're making fun of people like you. They they're not supposed to. They're the protagonists, but they're not good people. Uh, so uh, it's it's one of those things, and it's it's also one of those things, especially in recent uh, the more recent seasons. They like they've always been they've been political and people are like man i I used to like it's always sunny back when it wasn't political literally the the first episode (laughs) the first episode of the show that first season of the show i mean they they talk you know hard r racism abortion like like gun control uh like there's so much stuff in that show that they that they handle uh and it's like the closest thing I can sort of refer to is that they're sort of like the live action South Park where it's like they, they, the, nothing is really off limits except blackface, yeah. <laughs> which they did multiple times. <laughs> but They're, they're like, even in like, I think it was the most recent season. They were like, they're like, yeah, maybe the, the blackface was probably too much. Wasn't it? <laughs> like, yeah, maybe, maybe it was, <laughs> um, but Yeah, it's just, it's such a brilliant show. I think uh, it is one of those shows, though, like, I do want you to watch it, but it's like, you should be in the mood for some dark humor, you know? Yeah. Um, But yeah, incredible show. Is that uh, that the topic? That is. Uh, Did you watch anything this week?
1: Uh, Let me see. When did I leave off on? Oh, fuck me. Yeah, I don't, uh, uh, uh... (laughs) Oh, I think I think I left off on Edge of Tomorrow.
0: Oh yes, you did because that was your okay. Tom Cruise binge. Yeah, 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 yeah.
1: So I watched Twenty Eight Days Later with Killian Murphy. Oh right. Um, <laughs> yeah, the, 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 that was pretty. That was pretty like solid. Um, I can tell where The Walking Dead took inspiration from, like the first beginning scene. Yeah. Um, I don't know why, but like. I I don't know what's wrong with the director or the cinematographer but they really love showing Kelly Murphy's Schlong. In that movie In 28 Days Later specifically? In 28 Days Later, yeah, like like literally it opens up like with him in the hospital bed, he unpulls the cover and it's just his like fucking schlong, bro.
0: Okay, good cuz I was I felt I felt deprived for Oppenheimer.
1: Yeah, he 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 didn't get any schloppenheimer in this one. But um and 20 days later, it's pretty, it's like, you know, it's a zombie apocalypse that broke out in London and it's re- re- reaching all around and the whole thing is about survival and like he meets like this group of people or he sees these two people and they end up meeting like this, uh, this father and daughter and they try to go reach refuge to like this military camp. Well, that military camp was like a trap. Because um, they wanted to bring women there to, like, you know, kind of like, of course, you know, impregnate them and stuff like that. Because it's a bunch of men on a, on a on a base or whatever, and like, yeah, it's fucked up.
0: Would you say so, it, would you say it makes you want to hate the government more?
1: It does. Um, and then like, yeah, I mean, it ends off on like a pretty good note. I mean, like, they they end up surviving spoiler alert i mean it it like literally you it's not you're not able to find it anymore on streaming services like i had to like pirate it sorry government <laughs> um and so you know when, when you finish off 20 days later you go into 28 weeks later which admittedly like you know i watched a little bit of it first because like you know i thought that was the one with kelly murphy but that was a sequel intro beautiful beautiful intro um you know people these are a group of people they're in this cottage um you know the the wife dummy like lets in a kid in which like the kid was like, saying yeah i was getting i was like literally being followed by zombies the whole cottage is being overran by zombies everyone's dying one by one there's this guy that like leaves and like, he sees he thought he sees his wife die or whatever blah, 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 blah. The movie is horrible. I don't like it. The characters are, like, literally like, (laughs) crouton-brained like, pieces of shit. And then, not only that, you have Jeremy Renner and uh, Rose Byrne, two of your biggest stars, get killed off in the dumbest fucking ways imaginable, bro. Like, it's so fucking stupid. Like, I hate every single one of these characters. Idris Elba's in it? Idris Elba is in it. And you only see him for, like, what, like, two, three minutes? True, but that was before he was, like, Idris Elba. Yeah. And even then, like, you know, he sets off, like, a code red, like, which means, like, in this base, they're killing everybody, civilians and zombies alike, and they're just gonna bomb the fuck out of, like, London... Or that area where they're in. The movie is fucking stupid as shit, bro. I fucking hate it. <laughs> it took it took fucking four writers to write this piece of shit movie. I
0: need the people to understand that Torrid usually doesn't like tr- like hate
1: movies. <laughs> like yeah, no. Sometimes you think what? a movie is bad, but you don't hate it. No, this movies is a fucking piece of shit, bro. <laughs> I can't believe I fucking wasted my time on this shit. I fucking <laughs> suffered through this fucking movie, bro. You said you considered going to bed.
0: <laughs> you said you just turned this shit off.
1: Yeah. I considered, I like, at one o'clock in the morning, I considered fucking going to bed. And I don't go to bed at one o'clock in the morning. That's how you know this fucking piece of shit movie fucking sucks, bro. <laughs> Fuck that movie. Anyways, I watched like, Gladiator by Ridley Scott. Really, really good. Really good. I really liked it a lot. Um, definitely. Um, top three really Scott movie. I like it a lot. excited um, for Gladiator 2 with Pedro Pascal. Yeah, as in, yeah. I'm a camping for that. Um, I watched Gone Girl by David Fincher. Um if you like I think I'm terrified of women after this. But never I mean, seen it so I don't know
0: what you mean by that.
1: It, honestly, like it's probably one of my favorite Ben Affleck, like like you know like roles of him. Yeah, I've heard it's probably his best performance. It's it's really good. I really like I really liked it. Then I watched Real Steel. Yeah. Really, really good. It's
0: so good. Was it your first time
1: watching it or it was, yeah. <laughs> it's so good, isn't it? It's it's so good. And it's funny how uh Sean Levy is working with these Marvel actors. Yeah. And it's funny how like literally you got like It's like it literally before X Men Origins Wolverine. Or it's around the same year, actually. Yeah. So yeah, the, the, yeah he got a little practice in that. That's pretty cool. Um, then I rewatched Spider Man Two because like I just wanted to watch it again. I wasn't gonna watch Spider Man Three, because I'm not watching that shit. <laughs> Spider Man Two, it still holds up. It's still great. Um, it, it's you you really can't go around with Spider Man Two. And then I watched The Maze Runner. Maze Runner. It's pretty solid. Um, I really like dystopian movies, so the fact that this was on Max, it was right up my alley, and I was like, oh, you know, I, I want—I've been wanting to watch it for a while, and I—I I did. I like it.
0: Yeah, the Maze Runner. I, I remember watched. I watched The Maze Runner when it when it came out. I thought it was okay. <sighs> I was—I have—I've never really been a fan of the dystopian genre. Dystopian, like teen, like the Hunger Games and shit.
1: I, I've, I've liked those and like it's just because like a, there's a lot of movies that don't there's a lot of dystopian movies that don't get made like that anymore Um, they're not as popular as they used to be sure Um, but I really like the dystopian genre and you know the times you're living in it's getting there so I guess it's going to be relatable I really love Real Steel Real Steel is really it's really fun Rocky with robots yeah I, guess I could say that I would say that
0: some of the robot designs in that are fucking great, and the CGI holds up. The CGI does
1: hold up, and you know, uh, a lot of it's practical. Yeah, I I I I've noticed that. Also, also I forgot Anthony Mackie's in there. Clarence. His parents have a real good marriage. Uh, what did I, you watch? I read a book. Come on,
0: reading. Yeah, it's foreign to me it's actually a graphic novel it's called uh i am alfonso jones have you heard of it no i didn't think so um <laughs> it's uh it's about this kid named alfonso jones who has some eerily similar similarities to miles morales and he is murdered by the police and uh, it's uh, it's about police brutality and stuff and how the community reacts to that and uh, the Black Lives Matter movement. This is before George Floyd as well. I think the book came out in like 2017. Um, so it's uh it's pretty it's it it's interesting because I I didn't really know what to expect from it going in, but it's it's uh it's not just like oh he dies and here's how everyone reacts. I mean that's part of it, but it it goes through sort of. Uh, sort of an afterlife sort of deal and it's like if 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 hypothetically if there is an afterlife what would that look like for the person or people who have been who had their life cut short by police brutality and mm. uh it's a very touching read i was like I, I was getting to the end i was like oh shit i'm sad now <laughs> <I> mean, <laughs> this sucks i don't like being sad god damn it i had to read this <laughs> but uh, i also watched the uh i also watched tucker and dale versus evil like you like you forced me to do uh held my eyes open during the whole thing um, but no i watched it uh it was good it was good it had that uh when it come out like 2010
1: what tucker and Dale versus
0: evil yeah it had that it had that 2010 look to it I don't yeah. Know. Something something about I'll like, say this feels very 2010. Uh but yeah, it it was good. It was it was good. It was funny Alan Tudyk, hilarious uh bro from uh, bro, uh who plays D- Tucker. The main Tucker?
1: one. Tucker was Alan Tudyk. Fuck, Dale. Dale. Yeah, Ty- the guy, yeah, Tyler Tyler Uh
0: guy who plays Dale is really funny. He's actually in uh, one of the funnier episodes of It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia. <laughs> I was like, well, I was like, why does this guy look familiar? Um, yeah, it was really good. I I, I like the uh, concept of the film. I was going to say I won't spoil it, but it's 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 thirteen years old. <laughs> uh, yeah. The idea, the whole thing is just a misunderstanding, uh, mm-hmm, which yeah. is, it's really funny. Jesus Christ, that main kid. Yeah the, the the first kid. Yeah, fuck, he's obnoxious.
1: Yeah. Chad? Yeah. Yeah, I, I yeah. I I think he yeah, he's supposed to be like that, but Well, definitely a little prick with his, Dude. With his fucking inhaler. Yeah. <laughs> Goddamn. Billy Lewis type beat like fuck it hurts me. I have asthma. <laughs> yeah, people with asthma fuck it. <laughs> damn <laughs> Sorry that I'm trying to breathe, bro. <laughs> I think I think the funniest kill was um when you know fucking, when fucking Tucker is running, and then that kid's running with him. Oh yeah, he thinks he's chasing them, and then he gets fucking oh, yeah. impaled. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> uh... like also I love when like the the guy like falls into the hole over over Dale. And then Dale's like, freaking out. And then he's like, I think they got some, some Some sort of suicide pad going on. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh but I did really
0: love how the main girl just like she got it. You know what I mean? She was like she she
1: did Yeah, she she understood.
0: Yeah. Uh, I thought that was I thought that was really nice. Um <laughs> uh, But yeah, uh it was just it was just really fun. It was a really fun movie. I'd give it. An eight out of ten.
1: Thank you. You're welcome. Did you make it? Thank you. Um. Well, I recommended it. and You liked it. Well, I didn't it's like, like that much. Very... I mean, actually, I don't wow. think I'm
0: going to drop my score to a six. Wow. No. Um. I also um. I watched the first, I uh, two or three episodes of Gen V. Uh, I plan to finish it uh eventually uh because i actually i have time now that i'm pretty much done with this semester yeah. uh so i'm gonna do that but so far very good uh it's it's you know it's in the world of the boys so it's very bloody it's also very fucking weird it's so weird <laughs> like they, like these these writers they just they they can't help themselves <laughs> um do, would you
1: like a minor spoiler for how weird this shit is? I've seen Gen V. I've watched the entire thing. You did? Yeah. No, you didn't. I did watch it. When? I know. I know what happens. Like literally, like two weeks ago. I can't tell if you're being serious or not. I'll tell you what happens. At Don't the tell end. me what happens. So you say you watched the first two episodes? Uh, the first two or three, I don't remember. Yeah, like, you know, like, yeah, I, I'm sure you're you're going to talk about how the fucking small girl was like on a fucking cock, right? God damn it. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, Jesus. <laughs> it's not as weird as the boys season three, that scene. Yeah. Yeah. It's yeah, not yeah, where the guy goes into his fucking penis and then fucking explodes him. I remember I showed Nicole that scene
0: or like, like, like we were watching it and then Nicole was uh, visiting her parents. And so she came by. And we were like, "You oh, gotta watch oh, this." Oh, <laughs> so, dude. I think that was I think that was before she. I think that Loki sold her to watch the boy because <laughs> she she did watch it after that.
1: Was so that was so crazy.
0: Oh, uh, so I could have said, "Do you actually watch Gen V? I don't. I feel I don't remember you mentioning that at all.
1: Yeah, I did. That's why I sent you a a, a message. Let me see
0: regardless good show so far and you liked it i liked it yeah
1: it's really good
0: i had no idea that the uh the golden boy is schwarzenegger's son yeah i didn't know that i i looked that up and i was like wow that's crazy and, and you know in hindsight it's really obvious cuz anytime the he name. anytime he ran he just was oh. he would he, <laughs> he he would just swing a punch he went, oh. I was
1: like mm. i was like oh man <laughs> yeah no there's um you know like there there's like a, a twist like with like the main girl like marie like, and, like you you'll see it like there's like a twist in there that's gonna like and then makes it clear that it's going to like tie into the boy season four so what kind of monster are you
0: i wish they didn't <laughs> have a homelander and soldier boy spoiled but it's kind of hard to get away from yeah um
1: yeah but, really, but, but, but like but like yeah how they're like yeah how how they're in there it's like the context is like very different sure also
0: the uh, i can't i can't remember exactly what the scene was but fuck man the deep is so fucking stupid i fucking hate him so much like oh, in a good like,
1: way oh, oh yeah like it was a kind of like one of those like introduction scenes yeah. or whatever I was like, yeah. and he said
0: some dumb shit. I was like, Jesus, shut the fuck up! <laughs> like, yeah. like I like it's hilarious and I love it. But I'm like, God damn! <laughs> um, again, only watched the first couple or a few episodes. I think my favorite character is the shrinking girl. I
1: forgot her name already. Um, M- Emily, sure. She she gets like she doesn't become unbearable, but I just don't like a character in the like later episodes. Well, that sucks. Well huh? it's just, it's just I mean I don't know like I'm just not a whole fan Of what happens with her character She did but. fluctuate
0: a little bit for me there was a point where I was like Do I like her but then it it, it, it Went on more and I was like oh no nah, she's cool Um I don't like Kate The chick who can force people to do Things I don't, by touching I don't them like
1: her. I don't like her either and you'll see why Oh Jesus Marie's good and I like um uh, Jordan Which one's Jordan? Is he the, the black guy? The gender.
0: Oh yes oh yeah they're good They're awesome so
1: far at least uh yeah, they they, seem great they they get they get even better bro i i like them a lot good andre's cool but he doesn't really in terms of like abilities he doesn't really showcase that much am i supposed to know whose dad is whose dad yeah because wasn't it it was like oh Uh, he's in he's in he he was like
0: a polarity
1: because
0: i feel like they set him up and it's like am i supposed to know this guy because he's supposed his dad's supposed to be like someone someone important or whatever
1: yeah, was, like I mean, I mean, oh, well, he's not really like super and duper like important, but I mean, you just was he like I mean,
0: in a previous season of the boys or something? And I just forgot. No. Okay, so he's just he just happens to be someone important. Okay.
1: Yeah. They're, they're 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 just using him as like a way to be like, yeah, you're supposed to be like your dad because cool. like, you're a suit. I I understand why they had to do
0: it, but. Man, I really and uh, 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 you may spoil it if there is more, but I, I really wanted more Clancy Brown. Yeah, no, damn it! That that's
1: it. That, that's it. I lo- he's so good. He is. So he's so good at playing a villain all the time. So good at playing Mr. Krabs. <laughs> Imagine you just hear Arr! like he's like fucking laugh when like you're expelled.
0: But I also watched uh, the Scott Pilgrim anime, Scott Pilgrim Takes Off. Mm-hmm. Fucking great. It's delightful. Pissed me off a little bit. Not the show, but the reaction to the show. Jesus Christ. I, I can't tell because I'm not, like, within the Scott Pilgrim fan base. Um, but from what can- I can tell, it's two camps. Number one, people who don't know what Scott Pilgrim is or what it's about. And people have taken a out-of-context screenshot uh, of Scott saying something along the lines of like apparently it's frowned upon in society for a twenty three year old to date a seventeen year old, and the and some people are like oh uh, uh, duh man this show this show must suck I can't believe this is so stupid obviously you can't date a seventeen yeah no shit it's Scott Pilgrim <laughs> um, but then and there's also a camp of people that I don't want to give too much away um, but the show certainly differs from the film and the graphic novel uh and it's it's like scott pilgrim i can't again i can't tell if it's fans of more of the graphic novel or the film but people but purists that are just like this isn't what it should be and 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 like oh they're disrespecting the 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 original material and it's like shut the fuck up please (laughs) like like, uh it 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 certainly makes fun of the film. And and aspects of the graphic novel, it it definitely does do that. But it's not like, hey, you like this thing? You're stupid for liking this thing. Look how stupid you are for liking this thing. It's like, it's like, no. It's like, hey, look. Yeah, this is a product product of its time. It's a little silly, and we're gonna do something different. Uh, And what it does is is I I think pretty good. I think the finale. I thought I think I wanted a little bit more out of it, uh, personally. Uh, but it wasn't bad by any means. And the voice cast is just so, so good in this. I see a lot of criticism, actually. A lot of people saying, like, oh, I didn't think the, the voice cast is that good. And people are like, oh, I think the Japanese dub is better. First of all, fucking weeb. Jesus <laughs> Christ. Shut the fuck up. Just because it's an anime. It was like, oh, the Japanese dub. But, like, the voice cast did a phenomenal job. But I do think there were some L- or some parts of the show because if if people if people don't know generally with voice acting work if you're doing a western show if you're doing you know an american cartoon an american or a cartoon that's done in your language they usually get the voice work done and then animate to the voice work they don't yeah. go in there and and dub everything um so a lot of the times they do the lines and then they animate afterwards and sometimes the animation doesn't feel like it matches the tone of what the voice uh, of what the uh, the voice actor is doing, and I can't tell if that's miscommunication. It's also it's also seems to be focused more in the earlier episodes, so I'm not sure what that's about either. But uh, it does happen, but I, I don't think that's the voice actor's fault at all. Uh, as far as I know, for, for for watching the film, they all pretty much give. Essentially the exact same performance. There are a couple uh exceptions to that rule, but not because they like change the character. It's more like we get to see more of the character, so we get to see more sides of them. Uh speaking of which, Brandon Routh's character is incredible in this show. <laughs> we got way more of him than I thought we would, number one. And number two, what they do with him is is hilarious. And Brandon Ralph m- kills it. He's, he's so good at it. And Brie Larson, Brie Larson, anytime, anytime she's that character is, it just sounds like she's having so much fun with it. Uh, and everyone else does a fantastic job as well. Chris Evans, uh, wh- what this show really did for me personally, what I got, what I got most out of it is just seeing more sides to the characters, uh, from the film and obviously the graphic novel, but from the film, because that's what I've seen Uh, because the seven evil X's it's like, they're such fun characters that we don't, we, we get for a little bit and then they're gone because you know, he has to fight them and get through them. So in this show, we actually get to see them fleshed out a bit more and get to see more of their character. And it's really, really, really fun. Uh, It's definitely worth the watch. Definitely do not watch it. If you have not at least seen the movie, because a lot of the jokes a lot of the show hinges on that um, so yeah but definitely you should definitely give it a watch it's i think it's i think it's eight episodes you could binge it so fast like i can i haven't done it yet you should binge it today do it now no it's not gonna happen damn it because you're gonna watch parks and instead. I, I understand i get it uh but yeah, uh the show was great. uh I think I'd give it an eight and a half out of ten. It's really, really good. um But yeah, is is that the show? That's the show. All right. Well, thank you everyone for listening to Adventures Podcast. If you want to follow us, we're at Adventures on Twitter. That's A V E N G E Nerds, all one word. If you want to follow either one of us, you can reach me at Zenith underscore on Twitter, or I'm on Blue Sky now. <laughs> I got a I got an invite to Blue Sky, so I'm Ed Zenith over there on Blue Sky um not to brag but uh yeah the where can they reach
1: you At torn guy on instagram
0: awesome we also have a discord if you'd like to join the conversation there this will be linked in the show notes you can also check out our link tree for any additional links you may be interested in you can also review the show in app on apple Podcasts. if you could leave five stars and a review it would really help us out thanks again for listening to the adventures podcast we'll see you next week
1: later